I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News update for Monday, November 21st. The Quincy City Council Finance Committee will review Mayor Thomas Koch's request for an additional $23 million to put toward construction of the new public safety complex. The committee will meet tonight at 6.30 at City Hall prior to the full council meeting. Koch is blaming the cost increase on inflation. Council has already approved $120 million for the project. The South Shore Home Consortium will hold a community meeting tonight to discuss affordable housing in Quincy and surrounding communities. The meeting will be held at 6.30 at the Adam Shore branch of the Thomas Crane Library on C Street. The consortium is deciding how to spend over $2.9 million in federal funds to assist individuals who are homeless or at risk of homelessness. The money can be used to build, buy, or rehabilitate affordable housing or provide direct rental assistance to low-income people. A week after a woman was kidnapped from the Wollaston T station and sexually assaulted, self-defense teachers say there's a growing fear in the community. Mai Du, the owner of a Kung Fu and Tai Chi Academy in Quincy, held a free self-defense class yesterday to help curb that growing fear. Du said there were so many people interested in the class that they had to relocate to allow more people to participate. According to Du, one of the most important weapons a woman possesses is her voice. She says to scream for help if faced with an attacker. Officials are naming the Brandeis University student who was killed in a shuttle bus crash that injured 27 other people, the vast majority of whom were fellow Brandeis students. In a statement shared on the school website, Brandeis University President Ron Leibowitz said the Waltham police identified the victim who died as 25-year-old undergraduate student Vanessa Mark. A statement from the DA's office as the bus was returning 27 Brandeis students to campus from a hockey game at Northeastern University on Saturday when the vehicle crashed into a tree on South Street. Authorities said Mark was pronounced dead at the scene and the remaining 26 students along with the driver were taken to area hospitals. Aside from Mark, the DA's office and police are not identifying any of the other individuals. Three people in the crash are still hospitalized. The bus was contracted by Brandeis and is owned by Joseph's Transportation Company of Medford. So far, no charges have been filed as the investigation continues. An arrest has been made following a large manhunt for multiple suspects on Martha's Vineyard after a bank was robbed at gunpoint on the island last Thursday. Information was limited, but the DA's office confirmed one person's been arrested in connection with the robbery at the Rockland Trust Bank in Vineyard Haven. It's not clear where the person was arrested and where the information came from. The investigation is still ongoing. Authorities did release a surveillance video of one of the three mass suspects who they say robbed the bank last Thursday morning. According to police, three people rushed into the bank as it was opening for business. They were masked and gloved and armed with handguns. All three suspects were wearing the same old man Halloween mask. Nobody was hurt in that incident. T police will soon be able to resume issuing fines to riders who fail to pay their fare before boarding the T. 
Under regulations, the Transit Agency's board approved last week that no longer allow arrests or driver's license impacts as punishment. The unanimous vote clears the way to revive fair evasion enforcement after more than a year during which T staff said they were not issuing fines or citations. A January 2021 law empowered the T to take greater control over citations and fines, but the agency until last week had not yet put the necessary regulations in place. MBTA staff presented regulations in the spring of 2021, which the Fiscal and Management Control Board never voted on before it dissolved in June of that year and was replaced by a new board. Under the new regulations, all offenses would draw a formal written warning before a citation. The new regulations will likely take effect soon. First, second, and third offenses carry fines of $50 each, and fourth and subsequent incidents will draw $100 fines. Norfolk County Sheriff Pat McDermott announcing that he has hired Michael Ramos to oversee the department's outreach as the new Director of Community Affairs. Ramos has an extensive professional history of public service, previously held positions with the Bristol County DA's Office, Department of Corrections, most recently Fatherhood Initiative Coordinator for the State of Massachusetts through Children's Trust. He's a professional trainer, presenter, and speaker, was worked at an international level for nonprofits and state government, and conducted trainings for the Department of Justice. He is a father of four and lives in Fall River. Well, as people start to look ahead to the holidays, all eyes are on today as the Mass Gaming Commission and its staff prepare for the sports betting license application deadline. 30 sports betting companies returned a survey that the commission asked anybody interested in seeking a betting license to complete. Today's deadline applies to the state's casinos and slots parlor and to companies that will compete for one of a maximum of seven mobile and online betting licenses. Applicants must submit a $200,000 non-refundable application fee by 2 o'clock this afternoon Applications from simulcast centers and horse tracks will be accepted on a rolling basis. Commission plans to launch in-person betting at the casinos and slots parlors by late January and mobile betting by early March. Ice skating coming back to Boston Commons, iconic frog pond this year. And for the first time since the pandemic started, it will look like usual. Skaters can take the ice at the rink starting at 10 o'clock this morning, according to the Skating Club of Boston. And where last year the beloved rink was undergoing maintenance and replaced by a temporary one, the original rink returns this year. Skating was canceled at the Frog Pond two winters ago due to the pandemic. Olympic bronze medalist Ashley Wagner will headline the annual Tree Lighting Skating Spectacular at the pond held this year on Thursday, December 1st. Check of business news this morning. Stocks are down. The Dow lost 67. The Nasdaq dropped 65. And the S&P fell 17. Asian stocks are also down. The dollar rose. The euro fell. Oil at just over $79 a barrel. Sports. Of course, that last-minute win for the Patriots. Over the Jets, yesterday 10-3, the Pats have a Thanksgiving night game at Minnesota at 
20. Celtics are in Chicago tonight at 8. The Bruins are in Tampa Bay tonight at 7. Forecast from the National Weather Service today, mostly sunny and breezy, high 41. For tonight, clear and cold, a low 20. Tomorrow, mostly sunny, high 46. Wednesday, sunny 50 degrees. Thanksgiving Day, partly cloudy and a high of 47, maybe some rain on Friday. For the boater, waves one to two feet. The wind out of the west will pick up this afternoon, gusting to 30 knots at a high tide right before 9 a.m. Sunrise 641, set at 417. I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News Update for Monday, November 21st.